Life is short. Now what's your retort? It's Rhyme and Reason 810. There's a rhyme and reason for your life. There's a rhyme and reason why you're Hey there, Tony here. And of course, this doesn't apply to me. But if you're old enough to remember back to the 60s, the 1960s, or maybe even 1950s, you know full well that life is short, right? I mean, how could it already have been this many years since then? If your memory goes back that far, you probably remember life being a lot simpler and nicer and sensibler. Yeah, I know that's not a word, but I want to make it fit in, so there you go. Anyway, if you've grown up in more recent decades, you probably have a whole nother perspective, and you might even think older people don't recall things so well because they're, well, old. I remember thinking pretty much that same way about my own grandmother because she'd talk about we we were sitting on her porch in Norman, Oklahoma, and she'd talk about how one day I'd be grown and people I had loved wouldn't be around anymore. She'd tell me that about me. And she'd say something like, love them while you can because one day you'll wish you could see them, but they'll be gone for good. And... I remember thinking, why do old people talk like that? But she was right. Life is short. And her words actually came to pass in my life a long time ago. And and with each passing year or decade, more of those people are gone. Yeah, those people that I knew and loved in my life, more and more of them are gone. Um, Pretty much... All the people that I saw on a regular basis who were older, you know, older than me when I was a kid, the adults, let's say, pretty much all the adults when I was a kid that I was around are gone. My dad, my mom, both my grandparents on my dad's side, my grandparents on my mom's side, yeah, they're all gone. And so she was right. And, you know, it's nostalgic and all, but it really only skims the surface on why each day is really a precious gift, a gift of life. And that's what makes the incredibly screwed up condition of our world so important. I remember a phone conversation with my mom, who, like I said, has since become one of those people who's gone for good. Um, We talked about how messed up America is. And she said, I'm scared for my grandkids and great-grandkids. I hate to think about what they're going to face in this world as they turn into adults. Yeah, she was thinking ahead because she she knew what was going on. And um, I saw several videos uh, recently as I was sipping morning coffee that showed real-life violence in what used to be ordinary daily experiences. And I mean violence where people hit each other in the face repeatedly. And even a video where one guy calmly pulled out a pistol from his sweatshirt and shot another guy in the head, point blank. And you see that. It's on one of those surveillance videos in a convenience store. And then after he did that, the guy's lying there. He's not quite dead. He's lying there on the floor. The guy who shot him walked past him and calmly shot him again and then robbed him and walked out and wasn't in any kind of a hurry. And other people saw him do it. And he's probably walking around free right now. Or if he's in jail, he's looking forward to freedom soon because of our 
so-called justice system. So mom was right. Her grandkids and great-grandkids are growing up in a horrible time. Innocence is lost. Common sense is lost. And love your neighbor is definitely lost. It's gone. So all hope is lost, right? Yes, that is right if your definition of hope is based on a feeling. And if you're just hoping the bad stuff will go away, that's going to happen. It's just going to get bad. It's not. But real hope is not lost. And I mean the kind of hope that propels you forward, gives you strength, energizes your love, fuels your dreams. That hope is still here. It's available 24-7, 365. It's available. But it will disappear when the whole world turns its back on God. And that hasn't happened yet, but it sure seems imminent these days. The clock is ticking. Time is running out. You can laugh and say, not me. I'm still young. But in a few short moments, and it will seem like that, you'll face your own mortality. And don't be surprised when you hear yourself say, life is short. Especially if you're a person who ponders truth and, and its implications. It's crucial to your long-term health to choose hope. Choose it. And choose life. And I'm not talking about life in America or life as a superstar YouTube person or Life as a podcaster, you know, what I'm doing now. I'm talking about the life your creator provides, which means the life you have that you wouldn't even have if it wasn't for him. None of us would. If you've already done that, you've chosen life, and you've chosen your creator, and you want to trust and believe in him, share that with anybody you love and care about before they're gone for good, because that time is coming at us all like a rocket ship in zero gravity. I said this once, I got dreams like the sand on the shore, and I got plans formulating inside, and I got hopes just waiting for an open door, and I got a system, true and tried. And that's a song, that's from my song, Kinetic Love. I'll, um, I'll share that with you right now, and I'll be right back. I got Okay, I hope you have kinetic love, potential love, and most of all, the love from your Creator that you can give back to Him and live with Him forever. 
And uh, thank you so much for tuning in here to the Rhyme and Reason podcast, brought to you as always by TonyFunderburk.com. And um, until next time, remember, life has rhyme and reason because God made you.